second reading is from James chapter 1. Every generous act of giving, with every perfect gift, is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. In fulfillment, his own purpose, he gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would become a kind of first fruits of his creatures. You must understand this, my beloved. Let everyone be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. For your anger does not produce God's righteousness. Therefore, rid yourself of all sordidness and rank growth of wickedness, and welcome with meekness the implanted word that has the power to save your souls. But be doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. For if any are hearers of the word, and not doers. They are like those who look at themselves in a mirror, for they look at themselves and, on going away, immediately forget what they were like. But those who look into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and persevere, being not hearers who forget, but doers who act, they will be blessed in their doing. If any think they are religious and do not bridle their tongues, but deceive their hearts, their religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress and to keep oneself unstained by the world. The word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the seventh chapter. Now when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders. And they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And there are also many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups, pots, and bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples live not according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? And he said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold on to the human tradition. Then he called the crowd again and said to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile, but the things that come out are what defile. For it is from within, from the human heart, that evil intentions come, fornication, theft, murder, adultery, advice, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, folly. All these evil things come from within. And they defile a person. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. This morning we hear uh, from the book of James. Now the book of James is not uh, a book that's used quite often in the Lutheran church. The author of the book of James is thought to be James, the brother of Jesus. Now, Jesus made a special appearance to James after the resurrection, which made him important among the disciples. The purpose of the book of James seems to be an instruction on how to live a Christian life. 
And we notice in the opening verse of our lesson today, it says, every generous act of giving comes from above. Every generous act of giving. Not some generous acts of giving, not only Christian generous acts of giving, but all generous acts of giving, all acts of giving which include mercy, advocacy, support, friendship, love, all that we do comes from God. Which means that the way we live our lives is important to God, not just what we do here in the halls of the church, But everywhere, our homes, our places of work, our volunteering, our schools, anywhere in our community. Which also means that God is active and at work in all those places as well. And this is why we have an active ministry here at Faith Lutheran Church. This is why we started a monthly community dinner. This is why we have ministries like Project Help to reach out into the community to show one another that the church is more than a place to come to worship on a Sunday morning. Because God is not only present here on a Sunday. God is not only interested on how we worship or how we pray or how we sing songs. God is interested in all aspects of our lives. God is interested how we care for ourselves and our neighbor. We care for one another because it's our mission to do so. So in the book of James, we don't just talk about our faith. We don't just think about our faith. We actually live out our faith. You know, not too long ago, there was this picture making its way around in social media that said, don't go to church, be the church. Now, as your pastor, I think you should also go to church. Let me make that clear. (laughs) But more than just going to church, We need to be the church in the world. We need to talk about why it's important for us to exist here in Gardner. But we don't only talk about it, we follow up with our actions. We we, we, we talk about why we have a great church, yes, but we also are being the church. You know, I saw us be the church this summer when we were at Relay for Life. We gathered at the Mount for two days and we walked to cure, to raise money to cure cancer. I saw us be the church when we engaged with our community at the summer solstice event at the Gardner sidewalk sale. We were not only giving away lots and lots of free meatballs, but we're also telling people how much God loves them. We are being the church when we gather together for worship in our community at Monument Park. We are the hands and feet of God when we engage with one another, when we tell each other and the world how much God loves them. So many times we say that we don't get anything for free anymore. And and to a point, I think that's true. But we know when we gather for worship, when we praise God, we are receiving so much more. We are receiving God's gift to us, free gift of grace and love. Now, we tend to think that being the church is important, but there are so many other things that are on our to-do list. Now, if you were to ask Nils or Ray, you know, what do we need to do around the church? Well, they might say, well, you know, there's things that need to be fixed. There's lawns that need to be mowed. There's, there's light bulbs that need to be changed. 
But when we take a step back and look at those things, they are also being the church as well. You know, we don't need to set a, a certain time aside to do it. Every day we are called to be the church. So why does it matter to come on Sundays? When we gather on Sunday to encourage one another, to inspire each other, to go out into the world to be the hands and feet of God. Sunday is the day when we are immersed in the Word of God. When we hear Scripture, when we hear proclamation and preaching, Sunday is a day when we come together to confess our sins and hear the words of forgiveness. We also physically taste the bread of life, the cup of salvation in the sacraments. Sunday is a day when we are given guidance to encourage one another in our lives. When we hear the good news of God's grace and mercy, when we are called and commissioned and sent out into the world to work for God, to be the health of God for all the people who need God the most. Sundays are important. But too many times I, I think that Sunday has lost its importance. We may go to church because we've always done so. We may go to church because we think we should. We may go to church because we're forced to go by our parents. But when you walk through the doors of the church, you have a chance to have a life-changing experience. There are many opportunities for you to learn about yourself, your faith, and your relationship with God. You know, I'm excited for this time of the year because the church becomes truly alive again. And everyone has an opportunity to start again in their relationship with God. In a few weeks, like we said, we're going to have Rally Day. We're going to start our Sunday camp program. No longer will we have Sunday school. We're going to take that excitement and enthusiasm that kids have at camp and bring that here to church every Sunday morning. We'll also have an intergenerational time. You know, we had such a great time in the spring when, when adults and kids got together that we're going to do that once a month and learn together as a church community. We'll also have an experience to do our fellowship experiences again, to do something for our church and community right here on a Sunday morning. So when you think about all of this stuff that we are doing together, we can think, more and more ways and have more and more experiences to be the church together. So I invite you to take a time and listen throughout this worship service, throughout this week, throughout this month as we gather together, as you are home praying and living your lives. Listen to God and think, how can we continue to care for those in need? What special place is God going to use you? How does the world need you? to make it more of a trustworthy, safe, and healthy place. And when we gather together as a community, we can ask those same questions. How are we going to achieve our mission, what we are called as a congregation to do in responding to and sharing the good news of God's great love with the world? You know, asking this question is how the idea for Reach the Beach came about. You know, we'll hear from Christy more uh, later today, but what inspired Reach the Beaches is, is some, some people sitting around and saying, how can we bring church, how can we bring this good news of, of camp into the world? 
you know, so they said, oh, I have an idea. Let's sign up for a 200-mile road race. That'll be good. <laughs> Who does that? But the first year, there was only a handful of people running this race. They took the steps necessary to be the church in the world, not saying only come to me. They say, we're going to come to you. Now there are 48 runners from around the country who are on the Camp Calumet Reach the Beach team. And their hope is to raise close to $100,000 this year alone to help kids get to Camp Calumet. So together we can spend time in prayer thinking about how we're going to take what we do here on a Sunday morning and extend it into our everyday lives. The church is a place where we find our calling when we spend our time listening to God and then we are sent out into our lives more aware of God's presence in the ordinary and the extraordinary parts of our lives. And when this starts to happen, we find ourselves needing to come back to this place where it all began. We come back to be forgiven, to be blessed, to be called and sent out again into the world with meaning and purpose. You know, there are many things that I think we can take away from the book of James, but one of those things is to learn together how we can put our faith into the daily lives, how we can be the hands and feet of God in the world. So when we come here, when we gather together, when we sing together, pray together, worship together, we are filled with the Holy Spirit, and then we are sent back out into the world so that everyone can know about the amazing grace and love that God gives to each and every one of us. Amen.